0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, CN Rail gives us an update and says prairie grain movement has improved significantly over the past couple weeks. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Get ready for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today partly cloudy, 30% chance of snow early this afternoon, clearing this afternoon, and wind southwest at 30. We're looking at a high of plus seven. Sunny on Saturday with a high of 10, the low minus 6. Sunday, sunny, the high 12, the low minus 3. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 6, the low minus 5. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 3, the low minus 7. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 3. Normals for this date, around plus 4, the normal low minus 8. The sun rose at 6.45. This morning it sets at 7.22 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now, it's tied between Cornac and Estevan at 8 degrees. And the cold spot, Stony Rapids, minus 15. Estevan is 8. Saskatoon, 0. Swift Current, plus 5. Weyburn, also plus 5. Yorkton is 0. Sunny and Regina, plus 4. That's 39 Fahrenheit. Windsor from the northwest at 15. Humidity, 43%. The rising, 101.1. Sunny and Moose Jaw, plus five. Winds are from the west at six. Once again, Regina, Sunny and four. That's 39 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best online at McDougallAuction.com And Power Rich Corporation. Get your seed place PKS fertilizer with Power Rich Quick Ship Delivery. Power Rich, a growing name in crop nutrition. Visit powerrich.com. CN Rail says grain movement is flowing smoothly this month after serious disruptions this winter. The railway was affected by a week-long strike in November and illegal blockades this winter. Executive Vice President Sean Finn says special steps have been taken to ensure workers remain safe during the COVID-19 outbreak, yet grain shipments remain on track.
1: Grain is moving uh, very well, I must say. Um, you know, we uh, took a lot of steps uh, at the railway to make sure that our employees... Uh, you know, have a safe environment, but also a healthy environment. So, we about three weeks ago started taking measures under our business resumption plan to protect our employees. And, uh, you know, as we're moving rain, it's important, as you know, we have rail traffic controllers based in Edmonton. They got to be safe, that they to be safe and healthy. Think about a conductor an engineer, and engineer in a cab. People do track maintenance as well as people who do locomotive maintenance. So, we put a focus on making sure that the that the, the the crews and the maintenance people. Uh, you know, are protected against being exposed to the virus as much as possible. When it comes to office staff, they don't move grain per se, but they play a key role in it. Uh, You know, people are working from home if they can. So in Edmonton or in Saskatoon or Regina, unless you have to go to the office, you get to work from home. But everybody else, uh, you can't run a locomotive from home. And grain is moving well. I must say the last two weeks, we have spotted very high numbers of cars. If you recall, during our more challenging winter months, our target is 4,000. 150 cars a week, and uh, last week, week 32, we did 7,160, so a uh, high spotting level, and this week, uh, ending last Saturday, week 33, we did 6,900 cars. So the last two weeks, uh, we've succeeded in marshalling our uh, crews, our equipment, locomotives, track time, as well as the cars, cycling back from Vancouver and Rupert in a way to load them in the prairies and get them moving again. So, you know, overall, we're ahead of last year in car spotting per se. Uh, we're ahead of last year for this week in metric tons move, but we're still behind almost 600 um, uh, million metric tons behind, 2,000 metric tons behind from last year. So we have some catch-up to do here to make the grain moving. So part of that is due to the blockades, but also just making sure that, you know, as we run the, the trains in a more efficient fashion because the weather has been on our side Uh, big time last couple of weeks that we catch up for any backlog that was created during the unfortunate blockades we had and some challenges down the Fraser Canyon uh, in early February. So is the backlog of blockades caused by the blockades cleared up? Yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, per se, yes. Uh, some of the some of the delays that uh, there was, some, some grain was not moving for a while in January, February, but also bigger impact for us was the blockade that went to Rupert. So, you know, those trains have been recovered. But as we're catching up, you know, there's there's not a delay because of the blockades anymore. It's just more of the normal movement of grain, which was a bit slower for us, as you would probably remember at the end of January, early February.
0: Now, I understand there's quite a pileup of containers at Port of Vancouver. How's that movement going?
1: Yeah, well, that was that was caused by the black by the blockade because obviously it wasn't planned. But we we've, we've been catching it quite a bit. I think uh, the challenge is more uh, containers uh, coming in from China. We're going to see an influx, but it's also cycling the containers back, so they can be reloaded. For example, in grain, some uh, grain products and restuffed and Rupert. So we're just we're a bit out of sync when it comes to the empty containers, but we're catching up on that. Uh, and obviously, you know, the the overall flow of traffic from China had been reduced substantially. It's going to come out as, as a wave as those ports are reopening. So we're we're, we're we're doing a lot of work on intermodal. We're, we're we're catching up as we speak, partly because because of the blockade, but also just again the demand on the product is there. So, you know, we're making sure that our crews before it remain safe and healthy because we need them to move these products.
0: It's so far it sounds like COVID nineteen has not caused any serious problem for CN.
1: No, I must say, uh, you know, I want to thank all our employees that, that work very hard in making sure they stay safe and healthy. Uh, and their families have been very cooperative. Uh, you know, the, some of these jobs you can't do from home. You have to be on the property to do them. So uh, and I also want to thank our customers, but also our ag partners who have been very helpful to us and also understanding. But we're focused on making sure every day that the railway remains safe and that we provide an environment that is healthy. Think about, you know, a locomotive crew. You know, they're in a cab together for four or five hours, so we want to make sure both those uh, conductor and engineers are, are, are healthy. And uh, and it's more difficult to have distancing situations in a closed environment, but we make sure that uh, the cabs are sanitized, that the crews have uh, very clean uh, bunkhouses to sleep in when they when they book off after delivering a, a train to a grain terminal before they pick it up. So, obviously, we're very focused on that. And I must say uh, the leadership at CN our CEO, but the whole company is focused on understanding that our number one job is to our health of our employees, but then also serving uh, you know, the economy of Canada and our grain partners in Western Canada.
0: John Finn is the executive vice president of CN Rail. He says CN has 25,000 employees and only one in Canada and two in the U.S. have tested positive for COVID-19. He adds 700 have recently returned from traveling and are in self-isolation. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture today is brought to you by Diggelman Industries. Look to Diggelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business, call 782-5999. The COVID-19 outbreak has had a significant impact on the Canadian cattle industry. The stock market sell-off led to a drastic drop in cattle prices. The executive vice president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, Dennis Laycraft, says cattle prices are recovering as the public realizes food is an important commodity in uncertain times.
2: There was a tremendous amount of uncertainty, which when you get that, that just sort of pulls the the rug out from underneath all of the markets. And, you know, you saw the stock market fall at, you know, the greatest level in really in modern time and we saw futures pull down the cattle price as we saw more assurances that the business continuity would move and that food got identified as a part of critical infrastructure and, and essential services and were able to continue to operate at as close to full capacity as possible and you know the recognition that obviously there's nothing more essential than food uh, in any crisis so as that happened and we were getting more confidence that the borders would remain open uh, f- for the essential services which included food and livestock moving back and forth and the plants were able to operate and they brought in new protocols and the agency is is responding with prioritizing resources that's given more certainty back into the environment and you know right now we're actually Operating above normal capacity to meet the demand that's out there to ensure that, you know, retail stores are stocked regularly, and at the same time, you know, other countries that are short of food were able to continue to export beef products uh, to meet that demand. So that's kind of where we've moved to now, with I think a little more confidence that, uh, you know, and you're seeing that reflected in market prices.
0: The Canadian Cattlemen's Association this week though came out with a, a recommendation to the federal government to provide some support for producers. The reasoning there?
2: There's very different circumstances with producers across the country. Eastern Canada, in particular, has suffered because even going into this, there was a shortage of packing capacity after Riding Regency had had closed down, and you know there was just a general price depression that had been overhanging that market for a period of time. And depending, you know, when you were selling cattle, if you got caught as the market went down hard, you'd be in a different situation than people after the market has started to come back up again. So we've made a number of recommendations that would improve the existing business risk management programs uh, that could help with the liquidity issues of continuing to finance operation, particularly as we head into the spring as calving and seeding are taking place. And then as well, looking longer term, making sure things like price insurance in situations of extreme volatility, the premium prices almost become prohibitive. So how can we work with government to ensure that there are affordable insurance options that are available to the industry? So kind of get making sure there's a whole bunch of tools in the toolbox, Jim. So depending on your your circumstance, there would be you know improved measures available to help you manage through this
0: what's the outlook for the cattle industry as we grapple with something that we haven't seen in our generation, a pandemic COVID outbreak that could lead to some very serious economic issues and even health problems. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I think, you know, everybody is, is trying to to look at this and you know, come up to some idea of where, where this is going to end up, but it, this too shall pass. Everyone, every pandemic has and, coming out the other side I think the more we're able to maintain you know as much uh, of our the recognition of the food industry if there's one thing I think will happen as a result of this is there is going to be a much greater appreciation of all of the food workers all of the people that are involved in food distribution right to the cashiers at the you know at retail stores that are going in every day to make sure that food is available so you know out of these things there's always some things that people will begin to appreciate more longer term as economies recover and and they well with the market access that we do have and the ability to get products around the world and well, I'm quite confident about the long term future but you know we're really moving through a period of time where I don't there's no one I've met who can really forecast uh, what we can expect in the short term here because you know, even duration is something that there's no one that has any real clear idea of what that's going to be.
0: Dennis Laycraft is the Executive Vice President of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollow's Wealth. For more information or to book a book of free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia, and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $1.70 at seventy dollars four sixteen sixty eight. Oats rose $3.05 at one eighty two twenty six. Number one red spring wheat increased 225 at 231.43. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 181.69. Flax 561.79. Lentils 482.50. Yellow peas 253.89. And feed wheat 182.70. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is up 2.5 cents at 5.33 and 3 quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642 4180 or Weyburn 842 4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
3: This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report, Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Late running cattle here Thursday regular sale consisting entirely of cows and bulls. These good top end cows were three to six bucks higher. You know I haven't said that in quite some time. 89 to 96 gets these real top end cows. We had sales right up to a dollar one for them great. Big hard cows, medium cows from 78 to 88. These good top end bulls, 10 to 15 higher. Good bulls, a dollar nine to twenty three. Old Keith Dome's down there in the Burwood country, that cowboy had a bull in 21.55. He brings a dollar 32. This yearling market was a little stronger at the first part of the week. If all around the circuit, we are pre-sorting here Tuesday, March 31st. They all got to be here by two o'clock on Monday for more market information. Give Heartland Moose a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: Ham sold 7,400 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 156 to 171 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 5,500 head, selling in a range of 153 to 171 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the weekend Saturday, March 28th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 161.76, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 169.58, Ham's Cash, 167.58, Thunder Creek Brickle, 158.51, and High Life, 169.84 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 111 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.4077. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 70.86 cents U.S., Weekly cash-based prices in U.S. dollars per 100-weight per week ending March 28th are higher relative to the previous week, with Western Corn up by 317, while National is 378, hundredweight higher. Cash markets have been trending higher week over week since the middle of February, but market watchers are increasingly looking at the potential impacts of COVID-19 on the domestic meat trade. Yesterday's quarterly hogs and pigs report came in higher than most analysts' expectations, with hogs expected to be marketed for the April to June time frame coming in almost 4% higher than a year ago. Lean hog futures are lower with the front month contracts into July, trading in expanded limits. COVID-19 concerns related to demand and macroeconomic health are being exacerbated by yesterday's hogs and pigs report.
0: And the outlook for today, sunny skies, wind northwest 30, the high plus 9. Tonight, a few clouds, the low minus 5. Tomorrow, sunny, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the high 11 degrees, the wind chill minus 9 in the morning, and a low of minus 5. Currently in Regina with sunny skies, it's plus 4, that's 38 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.